Welcome back to Dropping Gems. I'm your host, Julian Saluda, and today's episode is a little different. It was a lot of hours of film. Brian Hearns and I were having so much fun that we just rambled off. But trust me, you don't want to miss this one. Part two, something happens to me. I'm not going to say it yet, but it's in my personal life and you'll see it. So stay tuned for part two. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the second episode of Dropping Gems. And tonight we have something Dropping different. What? Dropping jazz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we have something different. We are actually here at Brian Hearn's studio. Actually, before we start the show, I just want to thank him for having us in the show. Thanks for doing a house call because I need to get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole purpose of this episode is to take Brian back to before he was Brian Hearns, right? I don't think a lot of people know his backstory, and I want the audience to relate to who he truly was and what it took to take to become you mean before he changed our name. Before he changed his name, exactly, yeah, because yeah. yeah. he was called Ryan, mm -hmm. but then he changed it to Brian. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As a <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> not a lot of people know about his past. But as we're doing the show, we're gonna cut his hair because I'm gonna show you guys one thing. Watch this. See this? And this is why this episode is gonna be a good one. This is what you do. This is what happens when your barber decides to not cut your hair for three weeks. Because <laughs> he's too busy. Which is a good thing, which is a great thing. So, Brian Hearns, right? That's where we are. We'll start with the basics. Brian Hearns, where are you from? I'm actually from LA. LA, which side yeah, of LA? East LA, I was born in East LA. East um, LA. Right around the corner. Wow. We're in downtown right now, so not too far. Not too far at all. Mm -mm. I see that. East LA, so. When you were in East LA, well, you weren't Brian Hearns yet. What were you doing? I was Brian Hearns. <laughs> I was born Brian Hearns. Named after my dad. It was, oh, wow. East LA is a, it's a very tricky city, right? Like, it's like, yeah. Right? When, when like, I, was, I, was, I was born in 1990, so, you know, LA was a little rough. Exactly. It was very, um, I guess a little gang affiliated, huh? I think so. I mean, I mean, not that everything is right. Like East LA, it's not. We can't say everything, but no. if you're if you're choosing from like everybody would say East LA, it's a lot of what Hispanics. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So speaking of which, uh, what race are you, Brian Hearns? I'm half Mexican and half black. Oh wow! There you guys go. That's why. Hey, you guys see the curls? That's what we're having out here. Natural. So, natural curls. So Brian Hearns, you know, um, you're a fashion designer. You do outfits, you do a lot of work. What school did you go to before you were doing all this? Like my high school? Not even high school, like in terms of like being a fashion designer, right? Oh, I went to um, FITM here in downtown. Wow, so mm -hmm. FITM, shout out to all the FITM people out there. What were you doing before you were doing what you were doing now? Like making clothes and all mm, this? I, was, I don't know, I was honestly always doing the same stuff, just with different things. Mm. I grew up playing with a lot of Legos. Honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me that you could, if you play with Legos, you could be a fashion designer. Honestly, yeah. That's what I, I really, I think if you play with Legos, you can, you can literally be anything in the world. It's, the build, it's literally the building blocks of life. I promise you. And the little part is real because you are stacking a lot of things, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it, I think it's, it's a great tool. It's a great tool to kind of just build. Yeah, like, that's what my brain works like. I can build anything out of nothing because of little tiny plastic squares. <laughs> okay, so we, 
you know, you, you're doing the fashion, right? Mm -hmm. And let me take you back to when you were in college, trying to pay the bills, have nothing. You're, you don't have your, the clients that you have and still trying to have a dream. Yes. Well, actually, I was working at um, a few jobs. Mm -hmm. I had, <laughs> oh, I had every saying. job for very few months. <laughs> <laughs> My first job in school was at um, Express. Oh, wow. I worked there for three months. I, How old were you when you were working at Express? I was 18, no, 17 to 18. 17 to 18, so yeah. you're still in high school at this time? No, no, I was in college. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, and, I went uh, to college early. I, was, I started in um, the summer. Okay, uh, yeah. what school was that? At Fenno. Oh, wow. So mm. you already knew that you wanted to be a fashion designer uh, right off the bat. No, actually, I, because um, obviously I was, I was a little gay boy. I mean, it's not obvious. I mean, no, 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 but obvious. Well, that, but anyways, <laughs> it's a fact. So, <laughs> I, I, I knew I wanted to go to Fitum, but I didn't want to tell my parents that I wanted to do fashion design. Why so is I that? actually, I don't know. I just wasn't ready for that conversation. So oh. I applied as graphic design, and I got in as graphic design, and I ended up switching to fashion design when I got there. Wait, like on like your second year? Or? No, like right when I got there. Oh. I was like, I actually want to do fashion. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's actually a better fit for you. So, oh wow, I did that. That's perfect. So seventeen. Because I, I was studying graphic design all through high school. Like that's like I thought I was gonna be a fucking mm. graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I mean, this is gonna be totally off the off track. Like, mm -hmm. can you do some graphic design work for me? Mm -hmm. Is that not anymore? <laughs> so you know, working at Express. Now you switch your, your major to fashion design. Mm -hmm. What made you realize that you wanted to do fashion? I don't, honestly, I don't even know. I just, I like that fashion encompasses graphics, it encompasses, um, mm. you know, movie, celebrity, high fashion. It just does everything. You can get everything done in one medium. I, I get to do like a short film, I could do photo shoots. True, um, true, clothes, true. a story, it's everything. And also it's instant gratification. Could create something and it's already ready to go within no, less than a week. No, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy to think that you knew, I would say you knew what you wanted to do as such like... like I, a, no, it's, that's not true. I, I, when I was growing up, I didn't know, I wanted to do a million things. I wanted to be a paleontologist. I liked dinosaurs <laughs> when I was younger. Mm. Um, I wanted to be an architect. And then it was a graphic designer. It was just a million different things. Mm, mm, yeah. I see. I mean, I, I still love everything, all that stuff. So, Express. You're working at Express, low paying job, and you're trying to. I mean, I was higher paid than most people. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> I went to Fitum. They, they um, like the people that went to Fitum. Really? Yeah. Is that still valid? Is that, is I that... Mean, it was valid. It's valid in trying to get a starter job. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's like. I feel like when people find out you go to Fitum and you try to work for these, uh, I want to say companies that like Fitum and what what other job did you have after Fitum? When I graduated? Yeah, yeah like you know, there's Fitum. I, I mean, mean I, not I, not Fitum, uh, Express. So you were at Express. Oh and then... well, I was at Express for three months and then um, I won a Christmas vacation. Oh wow. And. <laughs> What the fuck? Well, first of all, I was terrible. Explain that. I went on Christmas vacation and I was like, oh, I want to, because um, I, I, I guess it was a golden rule. You can't ask for time off during um, holidays. Holidays. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going home for Christmas vacation. And then when I came back, I was like off the schedule. 
Where did you go? <laughs> Where did you go? I went to Covina. Just went home. That's it? <laughs> yeah. They met, they thought I would like live far away, but I didn't tell them that I was close. Because <laughs> um, I thought they were going to help me go to work. So I basically got fired. Oh, wow. So after Express, you know, you, you're going to college. You want to be this, you know, you have mm -hmm. dreams to be in the fashion industry. That's what it yeah. seems like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Fidim, I mean, not Fidim, Express fires you. Mm -hmm. Now you're, it's a new year, I'm assuming, right? Yes. And this was, what year was this? This was 2009. 2009. Mm -hmm. And then, so what was the, what was the mindset for you? Well, in? school was first, and then, but I needed to make a little side money. So then I um, eventually started working at Forever 21. Oh, yeah. Um, but throughout everything, I always, have, I don't know if you guys heard of Model Mayhem. Uh-huh. Have you heard Let's of that? Talk about more of that. Yeah, so I started a Model Mayhem account, and I put, um... Everything that I made in school, like I try to do like fake photos um, with my friends. How so? What do you mean by Just fake like, photos? Just like, you know, oh, let's shoot this around the corner. Oh. Um, like in the, in the alley, be on avant-garde. So this is the, the lifestyle. You're getting into the lifestyle yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, so I started shooting photos and I put them on my mama mayhem. Uh-huh. And photographers started hitting me up and they wanted to shoot with me. Oh, wow. And that's where everything started. But I, I was very smart i think mm -hmm. to start doing it immediately it of was course. almost like social media in a way but um for people who wanted to be models photographers oh. makeup artists hairstylists so i met a whole bunch of people on that platform mm -hmm. now it's um a little bit more seedy it's very um pornographic <laughs> what the <laughs> wait so that that's what's going on right in model mayhem changed yeah completely. really but when i started it was um about modeling and all in, that in your opinion what's something similar to that concept instagram instagram yeah mm. instagram instagram is a little bit more broad stroked model mayhem was specifically for people who were looking for more modeling fashion stuff so i met a whole bunch of people on there and it all kind of just started to snowball and mind you you were working at forever 21 at this time right yeah, yeah so yeah. i'm assuming on days that you were free you were on your creative yeah juices. i did not stop i i would either work and then work on clothes from home nice. actually not really from home but i would i would go to school and um make stuff but i would yeah. double up my class projects and i would um I basically knew I was going to have like certain classes the whole year, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make all these pieces out of the same fabric, all these pieces out of a different fabric, and I would kind of make it so it all worked together in a pseudo collection. Mm -hmm. So then by the end of that year, by the end of 2009, I had like 12 pieces that all kind of went together, right? Oh, wow. So then I, um, through Model Mayhem, I was doing all these photo shoots. It was really cool. I would shoot all my class projects. And um, I got asked to do like a fashion show for LA Fashion Week. Like, LA Fashion Week? Yeah. And as, how old were you at this time? I was like maybe 19. And you're doing something for LA Fashion Week at 19. Yeah, it was super cool. I mean, it was a very um, low budget part of the LA Fashion Week, but yeah. nonetheless, it was really cool. My first fashion show. And I was working at Forever 21, obviously. Yeah. So. I had asked for that weekend off so I can do my fashion for show. For the LA Fashion Week. Yeah, so I can okay. do my show. And they didn't give it to me off. And I was I remember being really pissed about it. And I was like, <laughs> wow. And I was like, this is a huge opportunity for me. Like, obviously, I can't. Of course. What? Forever 21 or my career? It's like, obviously, one is money and one's not. It's like a Saturday shift? 
Yeah, or right. This, so I, I didn't show up. Did you? You didn't show up, or you I told them? That you're I not... told them I was like, I have this show to go to that is for me, and and what did they say? They were just like, oh, like we couldn't give the day off, and I was like, okay, well, bye. So didn't show up. The next day they called me after my show, mm-hmm. and they're like, um, are you gonna come in? And I was like, no. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you're not coming. No, sorry, it wasn't the day after my show. Oh, it was it during was, the show. I missed one day before the show for model casting. True. And then the day they, after that, they called me, and it was the day of my show. And they're like, are you going to come in because you missed yesterday? And I was like, no. Like, this is my show weekend. Oh, my goodness. And I had, like, family coming from everywhere, so absolutely not. I feel like this is a nice way to And that was my... Place. Last job. Yeah, exactly. My last job ever. And like, actual, like, you know. Oh, you were, like, 18 at this time? Or you, you... No, I think it was 19. I was 19. It was 19? Yeah, it was 2009. A lot, of, a lot of people are going to listen to this type of conversation you just said right now and kind of, like, magnify the two options that you had during that moment, which yeah. is, like... I think, I think you'll, you'll get uh, the, um, what's it called, the fork in the road, and you need to either choose this or that. Exactly. And sometimes you can't do both, and yeah. it's unfortunate, but... It worked out in the end for me. I th- you had to choose one eventually, right? Yeah. Like you had to choose one, but you had to choose it with confidence, which is like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what you're gonna do. But there was also intent. I didn't just quit my job. It was oh, of course, there was another reason I had why. An opportunity that I didn't want to pass up. Of course, there was another reason why, and and it's like, if you kind of take yourself back in that time, you know, before that fashion show, knowing that you're gonna lose that job, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's so weird because I actually didn't, technically didn't lose it. Uh-huh. They still called me the day after the show because I was good there, but oh. I just didn't appreciate that they were going to book me on days of things that were a lot more beneficial important. for me. I agree. So I just never went back. <laughs> okay, so now, mm-hmm. we're, now we're looking at a jobless 19-year-old mm-hmm. that did LA Fashion Show. Mm-hmm. For the first time, mm-hmm. and you had the small segment of the show, but at 19. I had the closing spot. You had the closing spot at 19? Yeah. I had the closing spot against seasoned designers because my stuff was um, a little more different than the rest of it. Uh. I had a closing spot. I remember I had, um, and I had a lot of um, the models in that, in that. I still talk to you today. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. The casting was interesting. How. Uh... At 19, how do you even cast people to find model a model? Ma'am. It was so easy. You just, really? Yeah, there's a thing you could do, like, casting call and oh, they would come. I mean, obviously, they're not models that are Oh, no, but they're dreamers. They're dreamers. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I, guess I would equivalent it to um, Instagram models today. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree. Unsigned, but still great. Maybe not necessarily um what they were looking for at the time because back in what 2009 uh-huh. modeling was very specific skinny tall true um you know it was very like victoria's secret crazy. kind of vibe right like not even victoria's secret just they had a specific look oh wow yeah so 19 you know you lost your job did you I pick up? An, I mean, job. I mean, you got fired, <laughs> but you decided to leave. Let's let, let's highlight I that. I just left. Right? You left, and then what's going on in your head at this time? Well, I had to finish school. Okay. So that was going out of my head. I still had um like six more months, and I knew that those last six months would have been a, a lot more work. So it was, it, it was fine. I got it. I wasn't hurting at all. Um. So were you? A lot of college students, it's like, I feel like there's two different types of college students. The one that could work 
while they're going to school uh-huh. and the other ones that's like all right i'm gonna pay for my own stuff because i need to yeah which but but the thing is i also didn't party oh wow i i very rarely did i i um go out when i was schooling that's a big difference especially being in la all my friends were out in the clubs i mean i would go because we obviously had like three months or three weeks off in between every um quarter of course i would go out then but i wasn't um I wasn't like in the streets. I was, I was, I literally was at school all day, every day. Oh my goodness. So what were you doing in your free time? You just create? Yeah, I had, I had a group of friends that we would all just like get together, um, design. It was really cool. It was really fun. We would always do that. Do you feel like if you want to be a creator for the people that was watching this, and I know the answer to this already, do you feel like that circle of people that you meet. It's on extremely the, important. Right? Your friends will bring you down or bring you up. And that's just the, the facts. And sometimes you have to cut them off depending on the lifestyle. Yeah, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes that's, that's, what, you, that's what you're doubt. And it's um, important that you choose the right ones. I agree. Um, because you are a product of your environment and who's around you. Mm-hmm. And if your friends are partying and not going to school, then you're gonna do the same thing. I've had a lot of friends that they chose a different path and they're not doing what they went to school for. So about six months left of school. Yeah. And no job. No job. And but, but what you're doing was creating instead of working. Yeah. So right. I made the so I had a friend um, that I went to school with and we we're really close. Okay. And we were the only ones. It, it's so crazy because going to fit him, you would think everyone knew about fashion or everyone just wanted to create. But that's right. not the case. A lot of people want to because I was going to I was going to that school during the time of the hills. Okay. So a lot of the girls were going there because it was on TV and it was like the popular thing to do. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to fashion. Go to fashion school and live yeah, go like to fashion this school dream. and be this Hollywood lifestyle because that's what a lot of girls did. They would just you know go out, meet people, which works, I guess. Um, but passion always beats. But they didn't know about fashion. So yeah. I met this girl, Bradalyn. Um, she's from New York. We, we always would talk about the fashion shows that were happening because no one knew when Fashion Week was happening because they didn't. They weren't part of the culture. They just didn't really understand. Yeah. So anyways, um, fast forward to maybe five months before school ended. She left early because she finished early and she went back to New York and... She was looking for roommates to move to New York, and I decided when I graduated, I was gonna move straight to New York. Which is the mecca of fashion, right? Yeah, so I went from going to high school, going to school right after that, like two weeks, and then after I graduated, two weeks later, I was in New York. Just, wow. And I'd never been before, so it was like I just moved there, one-way ticket. Wow. And that was... <laughs> a very. How was New York? It was fun. I suggest every young person needs to live in New York City for at least a year because it's it's life changing. It's just you just learn so much about everything about yourself, about people, cultures. It's just um I highly recommend it. Wow. So New York, you're there for about how long? I was there for like a year and a half. A year and a half in New mm-hmm. York. Were you working in New York or No, just... I was interning though at just like random fashion houses. Um and then I was working on my own stuff. I would do my first paid gigs in New York. Wow. Yeah. First paid gigs in New York. And how did you kind of 
get that gig because people are gonna watch this from people in LA mm. just like people who are my friends that I met on um, on Model Mayhem um, they would look for like costumes or whatever so I would do things I would I, it was actually um, Lady Gaga um, fan videos not the real thing but fan videos so I did two of those oh, wow. and um, that what, was the beginning of New what York. platform was this that YouTube. you're using oh, I was on YouTube, YouTube. Yeah, yeah one of the videos has like 20 million views now one of the videos that yeah, 20 yeah, million views that yeah, you yeah. did before? Yeah, it was, but it was like a fan video, not with Lady Gaga. It was like a fan video for Lady Gaga. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, fast forward a couple months. Is it still on YouTube? I'm not about to yes. catch you off. What's yeah, the title yeah. of it? It's um, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, like Lady Gaga? Yeah, Is Lady Gaga, Bloody Mary. 20 million views. Yeah. Wow. Um, so fast forward a couple months. Obviously, you meet a lot of people in New York. Okay. One of the guys of one of the friends in our, our apartment situation, which, by the way, I lived very poor. It was four of us in like the smallest apartment. It was crazy. How many rooms? Two rooms, but they were literally like this. <laughs> like all this is the room. So you had two beds in each room? It was crazy. So we meet this guy, his name is Rasan, and he like interned for Nicola Formichetti, which uh -huh. is Lady Gaga's stylist. Uh -huh. And he had like asked me one day to like do a look for her. And that was like the craziest moment of life. I think that was like the first like real cool thing. Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Talk to me. So I did it. All my roommates helped with it. I had like, I think they gave me a budget of like $300 for fabric. $300 for fabric? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I thought that was like a million dollars. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was, maybe it was $500, but it was a lot. I remember being like, oh my gosh, endless budget. Uh -huh. And we all worked on it, and so they shoot the video, whatever, I hear nothing. And sadly, she didn't wear it. She didn't wear your... No, but I remember seeing something that looked like it in the video, and she took apart my outfit and glued it to her shoes and wore it on the shoes, and I was devastated. <laughs> it was my first heartbreak. It was so crazy. Wait, so you you were thinking that Lady... She, I thought, I mean, I didn't think she was a wife because I don't know how those things work because I was, I was only 20 years old. True. Still very young. I had no idea how anything works. Um, I, I, I didn't know if it was like a first sure thing. And yeah, so that was my first heartbreak. Wow. And it was crazy because that was like, I don't know. But that was honestly one of the most exciting eras because fashion was like crazy. No, I totally agree. Lady Gaga happened, and I think at that point, you kind of just knew that. It builds a lot of confidence in you, don't you think? Mm, I mean, no, because she didn't wear it. But, but there was confidence in that it's a possibility. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, so New York ended up not working out because it was expensive. I needed to get a job. Um, so I ended up moving back home for like two years. Which was the best decision ever. I was able to save money and... So what were you doing at the house? Where? When you moved back home, right? Well, I set up like a little studio and um, we had like a back den. It's almost like a showroom? No, like a, like office. Oh, wow. Yeah, like I had like a table and everything. Okay. So I set up a little studio back there and I was like working, doing like little gigs, working on a collection. Did a collection. And then was able to get it in a showroom. Those are my first collections in a showroom. Um, we showed up like the Dubiana. It was a really cool fashion show. Mm -hmm. 
and then I started getting like little press here and there. Because you had like stuff in the yeah. showroom? Because it was it, I it was also through someone I met from Model Mayhem. Oh, wow. Um Antonio that owns Style PR. Oh wow. And which is like a PR firm that does like showroom pools. And yeah. That's such a nice platform to have. I mean, it's very similar to Instagram or what it has yeah. now. It was just it was way more um intimate and way more serious in terms of craft, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you if pe like if you need people that do this. It was less less fish in the pond. It, you know, it was people that wanted to do that, not people that. It was before. It was cool to want to do that. You know what I mean? Because obviously before, no one was trying to become famous. It was just I want to be a model. I agree. I want to be a designer. I want to be a stylist. Don't you feel like it's very similar to what's going on right now in Instagram on Instagram? Where I think no, it's diff it's different because now people want to be it to be famous. Mm. Before it was they wanted to do that because that's what they wanted to do. There was no, there was not that much money in those things. That's true. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I, I feel like it's like yeah, you could make it big, but for the most part, people just want it to work. Exactly. Like, or even see people that are trying to create, right? Yeah. Which was like a nice way to like, because you're not really gonna find your circle of friends where you come from. It comes from like the lifestyle that you're trying to have. You see what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say? Mm -hmm. Which is very like. What are the chances that you're gonna grow up with somebody that also wants to be a designer? I mean, it's big if, it's, if you're in the right if you're in the right like platform. Exactly. So, but yeah. but at the same time, like I feel like we still also need these platforms like Instagram or the was that Model Mayhem or mm -hmm. yeah that place like that to actually mm -hmm. have access to to even yeah, you know yeah. to to make it a little bit the more. The access there was great. Yeah, right. So, mm -hmm. Instagram and all that helps a lot. I think. Uh, Right now, for you, is more so. At this time, you're looking at okay, you're you're in the showrooms now. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of confidence in you now. Mm -hmm. You're probably only like 21 years old. Yes, 21. Maybe you're broke because mm -hmm. you moved in with your parents, but then mm -hmm. that was the safety. Very net. broke, but was able to at least save some money to like do collections. I don't know how I was able to make all these collections. And at the time, obviously, since I was making no money, everyone was also down to do things for no money. I agree. So it was a little, it was easier to <laughs> do photo shoots and things back then than it is now. I feel like now <laughs> you, you need to have followers to even get things for free in, yeah. in terms of work. Before it was, they just wanted to have cool pictures. So take yourself back to like, let's say you were 21 years old in that same situation, mm -hmm. but in today's world. Mm -hmm. How would you approach that? I mean, I think it's all relative. Um, I think Instagram is definitely a huge help because if they like your content, they're going to want to work with you. True. It's a similar, similar thing. But don't you feel like a lot of people are looking more at followers and like actual like? Not necessarily. I think at the at the level that I was at, it was no one was huge yet. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. I can see that. Okay, so you got the Lady Gaga thing that didn't work out. Then then you started going on showrooms. Mm -hmm. What was the next kind of like celebrity? I, I don't thing that I don't you remember did? exactly the timeline, but my first celebrity was. Um, Christina Milian. Oh wow. From one of my collections that I did right when I moved back. Um, she wore oh, like wow. a top and I remember being like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um and then yeah. And then so after that you were just kinda like, you know, like you were you have your little den in your house mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you're still creating. Yeah. What was like the, you know what I'm saying? In your opinion, like, all right, I could do this on my own now. I mean, I was always doing it on my own, but um, 
It was, honestly, it was it was never a question of. It, it was always I knew I, need, I needed to do it on my own. Do you know what I mean? I know. I totally know what you mean. I was always gonna do it on my own, regardless. Yeah, because I don't think a lot of people understand that when you make these collections, you have to go to the fabric store and get all these things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Actually, funny story. Uh huh. So there was a little article that was written about me. Um, I forgot what magazine did it, but it was basically talking about how. I was like the king of Home Depot. You were the king of Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, at the time I lived like like thirty minutes away from here where they have fabric. Okay. So I would get a lot of my hardware because I at the time I used a lot of hardware. I would get it all at Home Depot. Hardware like like what? Like rings, screws, nuts, bolts. Oh. Clips, chains. That's what you see a lot in your style right yeah. now. Yeah. Wow. So I got it all from Home Depot. I would even make <laughs> shoes out of like like metal <laughs> and like I would get like heels from like stripper stores and then cover it in like metal and like plastic and then spray paint it and I would literally do everything like and you were just going there instead to get all your, your... yeah because it was like the closest thing to me that and Joanne's Joanne's do, uh, Joanne's do have a lot of uh... yeah, I mean I wouldn't get fabrics from Joanne's but no, I would get everything but they else. have little accessories in Joanne's yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I would get all my fabrics from downtown I would Literally only buy like a yard, two yards, and make it stretch. That's why when I first started, I would make everything would be very um, more slutty because I just it's had less, it's less, less fabric. <laughs> I didn't have a lot to work with, <laughs> so definitely no jackets or anything. Everything was like crop tops and short skirts. Um, yeah, I would make it work. I would literally spend like maybe thousand dollars on twenty looks. On 20 looks. Yeah. And this $1,000 would come from where? Just saving up. Oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I, want, I want people to really understand, like, if you're a fashion designer and you're trying to be one and you want to mm. make these fits, it does cost money to even have yeah. one thing. Yeah. You know? Mm. And some people do blanks and then they tag it and, you know, the, yeah, and you, they you say, start anywhere. Yeah. But before I would, I would get old clothes and just cut them up. Wow. Mm -hmm. Who taught you how to sew? Um, I didn't know how to sew until I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> so fit him as a great. Yeah, but that's but program. that's not I mean the schools. It's it's all if you take the time to learn it. Repetition. Because you can learn it from online. You can learn it from YouTube. True. You don't really necessarily need a school. I don't think you need to go to school to be anything, except for like a doctor. No, I totally agree with that. I, no, I totally agree with that. But if you want to be a business owner, I don't think you really need necessarily go to school. No, of course not. I mean, obviously it helps. It, it helped me, but I'm, I like to go, I like school. I think it helps you in terms of uh, being a lot more professional when you approach work, yeah. right? But at the same time, you could teach yourself a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And uh, school was kind of giving you that, that, the structure to teach yourself. Right? No, I got you. Oh, yeah, Angel just, I mean, <laughs> Brian just got his ears pierced. <laughs> and he's getting really close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ears pierced recently, you know? Like three days ago. <laughs> so, since we're talking about fashion, and uh, you talked about coming from East LA, half Latino, half black, mm -hmm. and then your approach to f actual fashion with your background, mm -hmm. how do you think that affected you at all? Or... Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm definitely very much influenced by street style here in LA. 
True. Actually, the collection I did um, when I moved back home, it was half inspired by my Latino side and half inspired by my black side. Wow. So, but more of the urban of both of that. Like, street, which is very like, style of which kind of blends in together, don't you think? Yeah, like khakis, jerseys, um, the white the socks. Raiders. The white socks. The white socks. <laughs> yeah, I, ha I, had a, I actually did have a, a collection later on that was, um, the, uh, she wore um, the Nike shoes. Which one, the Cortezes? Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Which is a classic. Yeah. Uh, so I'll either switch between doing Cortezes or Vans. Um, oh, no, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely the one. Oh, that's cool, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, all right, let's do a fun, a fun one. What would you be doing if you weren't doing this? I think I would probably be try to be an architect. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of math. You didn't want to be a graphic designer? <laughs> Definitely not. Why? <laughs> That's too much on the computer. <laughs> I realize it's it's. I don't know. I need to be out and about. If you can. Maybe actually, no. I lied. I would be a director. Wow. I would be a director. I actually go. do want to go into directing in my next. Chapter so you're just gonna take all of my producer's job right now, dude? Yeah, why not? And... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I wanna, I wanna do specifically horror films. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have like, so you just love horror films, huh? I just love everything. I honestly. mean, it kind of reflects on a lot of your designs. If you, you were to tell me, there's a lot of, there's a lot of black. There's a lot of, um, I mean, I guess not anymore because I'm looking at the new one. But there's a lot of uh, kind of like chains. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of accessories, which is, mm -hmm. in my opinion, when I first saw it, I think it was a little gothic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you ever get that a lot? No. Oh wow. But I, I like that vibe. That's cool. Oh wow. If you could, you know, because like there's, I have clients that went to fit him and they're listening right now as we speak, mm -hmm. and like I said, we're in the, the now time with all these accessories to actually be seen. Mm -hmm. Right, and, and in my opinion, I feel like the industry is a little saturated because there's a lot, there's a lot of creators now. There, it, it is very saturated, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad. It's not thing. a bad thing at all. I like that a lot of people are trying to do what they want to do. As long as um, they keep at it, and I don't know, it's all, and it's, it's honestly all about being consistent. Right. Consistency is key. Uh, I, can see, I agree. But that's, I think that's with anything. That's with anything that you do in life, mm -hmm. right? If you, if you ever live in a box for a minute and all you did was sew, you're going to be a master at it, right? But, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And if you don't even make it, it's like, okay, then I guess this wasn't for you. I don't even believe that. I just think that it's all about timing, too. True. Yeah, so and then now, you know, now you've been doing your thing and let's talk about what you're doing now. And we know well, can I go pee? Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. The fuck? Oh. <laughs> Intermission over. Intermission over. You good? Thirsty? You need water? Alright, Brian. Now that we took you back to before you were doing all this. Let's take you back to the current actions that you've been doing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we've seen, I've seen a lot of your work at the Doja Cat, the Megan Thee Stallion, the Cardi B, and you're hitting all this, really like the bangers of the industry right mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. People are listening and they want to get to that point. 
And some, some people might say you have to be at the right place at the right time. How did you get that type of circle around your next couple gigs? I mean, I mean, obviously, it, it went back to before that, but um, it's the right place, the right time, and it's not like who you know, but it is who you know. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It's not like you have to like go out and meet these people. It's um, people that I just met along the way, and we all just kind of came up together and just happened. That's genuine. That's yeah, very it, it genuine. Literally, literally, people that I met from school or when I was on Model Mayhem or on Instagram in the beginning. And then people just kind of grow. We all grow, grew together and it just kind of happened. Much like the the people I dress now, how they kind of grow. Cause they, were, they weren't where they were when I was starting. Give an example of that. Like, like Cardi B, she wasn't making music when I started doing fashion. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like the same analogy like, Everyone kind of grows, and then people meet each other when, I, when it's time. Oh no, I totally agree yeah. with that. But it's definitely about, obviously about networking, to an extent. Definitely about networking, because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, our viewers, if you guys didn't know, Riot actually did some shit for Megan Thee Stallion for the Grammys. Mm-hmm, and correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but she was performing one of his outfits. Yes. How is that? It was, ama- it was amazing, yeah. Was I feel like at this point, dope. you've been doing a lot of Grammy work, huh? No, that was my second time doing some of the Grammys. The first time was um, Lil Nas. Lil Nas X? Yeah, the year before. That's when you came out with Old Town Road? Um, I mean, that was when it was dominated for Old Town Road, yeah. Wow. How did you end up with Lil Nas X? The same thing with... Yeah, just one day he needed a custom, and then just kind of went from there. Luckily now, it's um, kind of cool that people kind of know my work, so they reach out to me now before I would have to... Fish. Yeah, like kind of um, see if they need stuff, and then kind of send options. Before it was a, a really option you know what I mean by options? No, no, like I basically agree. they have like a, a, a rack of clothes, and then you send them clothes for free to see if they would wear it, and if they didn't, then they didn't. That's a little tough. <laughs> that's a little tough for a designer that's just oh, coming up. Oh, it's terrible, terrible, right? terrible, terrible. Right, because yeah, I have like, friends that are in fashion design, and they're like, dude, this is like, because yeah. not Never all- get paid, because yeah. it's, it's just, if you want to do it, then you got to do it. So now I'm at a point where um, I'm able to get paid for stuff that I do, and more often than not, they do wear it, because um, it is custom, so it's specific to what exactly what they're looking for. Before, it was like, you don't know exactly what they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, it's like, they how just... do you know the fit? I mean, yeah. obviously, they give you the stats, right? Mm-hmm. And this is how it's going to go, but... Yeah. But it, actually, right? my first collection that I... Not my first collection, sorry. The first collection that really popped off was 2016, 17? Oh, that was very recent. Yeah, so I did a collection, and I put in um, my showroom, South PR, and it was a hit. Why is that? Because even before I, I released the entire collection on Instagram, um, Halsey wore one of the pieces at the VMAs. Oh and BB Rexa wore one of the pieces on the VMA red carpet. And that was amazing. Before I even finished no, posting it, the whole thing on Instagram. It was already How did you get how did you get the leads to those yeah. artists? Just through my showroom. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, I mean and I'm not a lot, I'm not an artist, a fashion designer to any extent. Like, how do you, and a lot of our 
um, audience are mm -hmm. in that point where it's like they don't have a show, but that they do have is. A I mean, tag, I, I, right? I found I found because Baby Rexa hit me up through her stylist on Instagram, so that was through Instagram. But um, Halsey was to the showroom, and oh, and you just had your pieces. In yeah, that my showroom. pieces were just in the showroom, but they had found me through Instagram. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, but um, so they wore that, and then literally, um, maybe two days later. After the VMAs? Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe no, maybe it was a week. Um, Kylie Jenner wore one of my pieces. Oh, goodness. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the first time, though. I, 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 that's exactly, exact, we're going to get but, to that in the minute. But she did wear one of the pieces <laughs> straight off the, off the collection. Because I'm a fan, dude. When they came to the cat, look, yeah. dude, when he did. She wore, yeah, she wore a custom piece that I made for her um, at the American Music Awards. And that was like the true turning point. For you. Yeah, yeah, that was when I knew things like kind of changed. Um, How is it waking up and seeing like the change of pace? It was, I mean, it was just crazy. I think I had like ten thousand more followers or something like overnight. Overnight? And that was back when I don't think I don't think no, we, IG no wasn't one that even crazy. had a million. No one even no, had a million. No so that million. was like a lot. People that had a lot of fan base during this time, mm -hmm. mind you guys, in Instagram for example, were already popping on other platforms such as YouTube. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't know about YouTube yet. Yeah, but <laughs> I had no idea. About How do you YouTube. not know about YouTube? And I knew about YouTube. And I know. I didn't know. I didn't know people were like had like a following on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and uh, I knew. Wow. I knew YouTube was like for funny videos. I didn't know it was like. I didn't know people were like that on Instagram. Which which leads us to like this very deep question, which was, what was that moment that you knew that you were that guy? I mean, I don't think I'm that guy, but the moment that I think not. changed I, was the when Kylie wore the, the dress. Okay. And then... And this um, was 2017, mind you? Because we have a timeline yeah, as of right I don't, now. Know, I, I don't know the year, but... The 2017, It was something like that. It was... Yeah. And, and it was cool because it was one of the pieces that was very much my aesthetic. I mean, honestly, it wasn't received amazingly by everyone because really? it was just... It was an aggressive look. But fashion people liked it. And she, at the time, was controversial because of her lips and it was just a thing but yeah or or even the fact it was exciting it was very exciting oh of course and now mm -hmm. so this she wore your piece recently too and that yeah for her birthday exactly mm -hmm. and that's the most recent that's what 20 yeah that, that was a sort of a that dress was a sort of a, a good relationship with her um so you work you work with her pretty often at this um, point right i mean it's at least a couple times a year nice mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that turning point was crucial, and that's when you knew. I think that turning point for you was like, all right, this is this is who I am now. This is what. Yeah, it definitely changed a lot of things. And with or without that situation, I don't think it would have mattered. No, right? I don't. I don't think. I don't think any one situation changes anything. I think it just puts things in perspective to try to go to the next level. It could have been someone else I wore the dress of that I would have been, you know. I don't think I don't think it's anyone is that impactful for someone's career to just like you know make it or break it. I think if you were meant to do it, then you're you're gonna do it with something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you were meant to do it. But that definitely helped further it quicker. True. Mm -hmm. I mean, 10k followers overnight. Yeah. That's that's for some people. That's them going viral. I mean, that's what I, that's how I felt. Right? <laughs> like, and it's crazy because that little moment was so cool to me that, I don't know, I could never take back, I could never, like, 
forget how I felt. No, I, I, I could, I could totally Once you see you wore it. Because obviously nothing is ever for sure. I agree. So ever, to ever. Uh, take me back when like, you know, what were you doing when you saw that she wore it? I was at my friend's house and we were watching the show. And you had no idea that she was going to wear it. I mean, they had said that it was confirmed, but I, I don't believe Anything it. in fashion. like it, it, it could rip in the car. <laughs> and also, I had tried it on her like a couple days before, and then the tailor had messed it up. So I had to completely remake the entire back of the dress. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, it was crazy. Like, in like a couple hours. So... Her, her wearing it was um, a miracle to me. And it was kind of funny because I actually had designed it for um, Kendall. Oh, wow. For Kendall, right? Because at the time, Kendall was technically more popular. She was. But I personally liked Kylie more because, I don't know, she just, I guess, kind of knew it was going to pop off for her. I heard it here first. And they actually switched the dress. And I was like, ooh, so exciting because, um, I don't know, I like that she had, like, crazy hair and whatever. Um, so she ended up wearing it. I could only imagine like being at your and, friend's and, house and seeing that. Yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. <laughs> I would have, I would be, I would be drunk celebrating, just like, oh my goodness, yeah. I did it. It was super fun. So let's go to a deeper question. Mm -hmm. What is next for Brian Harris? Next? Okay, so basically between doing that and collections, uh -huh. I had stopped doing collections and I kind of focused on custom because that's kind of where I really took off. I agree. Doing custom just all the time. So I want to get back to doing fashion collections, and that's what I'm working on right now. Wow. It's behind the cameras. Can't show it, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which but... is actually, they're, they're bomb. Like, I yeah. pulled my phone out, and I was like, yo, this is the one. And this dude was just, the he ran <laughs> over to me and like, stop, don't do it, this and that. No, it, it's, it's going to be cool. I'm really excited for it. Um, my first true collection in, like, four years? I had like little like like smaller collections um, for sales, but this one's gonna be not for sales. It's gonna be more for showing my craft and um, kind of what I learned through the years. Wow! And I'm really excited for it. Fashion is so interesting because it's not like for you, for example, you're doing mm -hmm. custom pieces for mm -hmm. a lot of artists, and for a regular people, like a regular designer, people are just doing things for the public. I mean, you could do it, and there's a mil everyone needs to wear clothes. True. You know what I mean? There's many different routes to making clothes. You can make it for anybody in the world. I totally agree with that. And not everyone wears the same clothes. I make it for people that are on the stage. Which is a lot easier, because if you're doing custom for an individual, mm -hmm. wouldn't you say that's a lot cheaper, a cheaper approach, because you're only doing one thing? No. Really? It's definitely more expensive to do one than it is to do a lot. Really? Yeah. This is why I fuck up Brian's beard. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so that's next, collection. Give us a date. And I know you don't want to say anything, and I know you don't want to do that I'm announcement. I'm it's within a couple weeks of this. In a couple weeks? That you'll announce the actual... When this comes out. Wow. In a couple of weeks, this Hopefully is coming out. Hopefully it comes out, out in a month. <laughs> You're still not happy with it? No, it's just thing? I'm super busy with other stuff right now. And I'm not like, you know... I'm not a huge house 
So we have to focus on what brings in the money right now. That's the best way to approach this. And also, we're in a pandemic, and I'm grateful enough to even be working. Just, if not, honestly, more than before. And it's wow. kind of crazy. It's really crazy. Very fortunate. And I just don't want to, you know, we can't mess that up. Of course not. But I feel like in, in your... Because a, a year ago when things closed down, I promise you... You were nervous? I was like, wow, is this the, is this the end? I don't know. <laughs> I had no idea what was going to happen. But you were still doing work during the pandemic, though. No, no, no. Yes, but I'm saying when it first hit, True. I had no idea what was going to happen. Because we weren't working for two months. You weren't at all? Yeah. You were on the EDV, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> No shame on the game. Stimulus checks just kicked, so yeah. good. <laughs> I know, I wanted to do a stimulus check collection where everything was, where everything, oh where everything was like money printed or checks, but oh. I didn't know there was going to have another one. I feel like people are so sensitive now that it's like... Oh, they would have. <laughs> they would have like bashed you for that. No, they would have spent it. <laughs> everything under fortune. <laughs> oh it's like one piece. It's like one piece. Oh my goodness. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No shame in the game. Let me do this video real quick. I can't, I can't just interview around this time. As they say in the makeup world, um, we're going to do the beard off camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, can we do this off camera? The, the beard? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Are you want anything, bro? Mm -hmm. Can I get you anything? Uh... A smoother razor? Oh, okay. Uh, because you lied to me, but I can't. Because you think I'm that guy. That's did you get a stimmy? I did get a stimmy. Tell me why Angel was wilding out last night because I got a stimmy. Like, how the fuck did you get a stimmy and not me? You know, I'm like, I don't know, dude. I do my taxes. I, I'm an honest man in the honest living. And the stimmy just hit. I didn't do anything with it, though. I'm not gonna, you're not gonna see me buying another Fendi jacket with a stimulus check, man. I hope not. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That's what it's for, though. To, to stimulate the, the yeah. yeah, to stimulate the financial state of the freaking country. But I think people should flip that into something else. If you're a designer and you got a stimmy, it's important that you can use it I, instead. I spend it all on fabric. Uh, and I think a lot of people... But also, you know, if you need to pay bills, do that. Of course, of course, of course. But I think around these times, I could honestly say that you're so assisted with the government. Some people have EDD. Some people have uh, like a secondary income. That's mm -hmm. honestly paying them a lot more than their regular But that's jobs. only truly in California. True, true. We're very lucky here because I don't... I mean, obviously a lot of people are struggling, but... A lot of my friends are doing fine. I agree, I agree. If you're in, in your state, right? Like in they're, the, they're able to focus on their um, self-employment. Is that self-employment? Yeah. Self-employment, yeah. A lot of independent their businesses. Hustle. A lot of independent businesses were made during mm -hmm. this uh, I think the world year. would be a better world where everything was um, small businesses. You think so? Yeah. Why is that? I just think that's just better. More people get to win. So you're pretty much just trying to tell people you should definitely just start your own business. Start your own business, and but the most important thing is not just start your own business, is to shop 
all the other small businesses. It doesn't yeah. help if you don't buy even your friends' stuff. Buy your friends' things. Of course. Support them. I make it, uh, I was doing it during the pandemic. I was buying a lot of things that people were selling on the internet. You didn't buy my stuff when I sold Yeah, I did. I bought, I bought your, oh, your hair did. gel. Or hair, Do you still use it? Oh, yeah. It's in my hair right now. Smell it. Oh, yeah. It is. He's mm -hmm. using the Game 7. Use the Game yeah. 7, huh? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I made it a point during, during um, the pandemic. But hold on, hold on. Were you just doing that because of the pandemic or you actually like the product? No, I like the product. All right, cool. cool. So I mean, I saying. would maybe buy it once to support, <laughs> but I want to buy it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I would do a lot of that stuff. Um, I mean, I still do it now. If I go, if I am in a neighborhood and it's like a, a small store and I know their shit's overpriced, but I just do it because, I don't know, why not? Of course. It'll come back. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah. Good karma comes back around. And there's also usually things I can't find anywhere else. Which is, like I, which is why I love smaller businesses. That's the beauty about small businesses. It's, it's like, um... It's, it's either handmade, it's, it's, it's their own thing. It's not necessarily handmade, just it's curated. True, true, that's the word for it. Mm -hmm. What's, you know, since, since we're talking about the pandemic and being a small business, let's focus more on being a fashion designer during the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And let's take you back to before you had that 10,000 followers, you, you weren't doing the Kylie. Mm -hmm. And now you're this guy again, and it's pandemic. There's not a lot of events going on. How would you approach the game around these uh, unpredicted times? I'm, I don't even know how to answer that. I don't know. I honestly don't even know how I'm even. I don't even know how it's even a year later. True. So. <laughs> but any designer, well, you know, the designers out there that are watching this and they're like. I mean, so basically, when I started the pandemic, I was gonna work on a collection, which I started to do. Because um, they had a lot more free time. Right? Yes, and I was going to use all my old fabric, which I started to do. And then I was uninspired. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was uninspired. And then I started playing Animal Crossing. And I was playing Animal Crossing for like 20 hours a day, I swear. And it made me so happy. And then I did a little Animal Crossing um, collection. It was cute. You did an Animal Crossing collection? I did. And it wasn't officially released like that? It was kind of released in the Animal Crossing world. <laughs> <laughs> the Animal Crossing world. Hold yeah. on, let, let me drink this real quick. Do you want yours? Yeah. Here. This Mango. One. Yeah, that's the... Cheers. Almost done. Hurry, I'm getting itchy. Yeah, you're pretty much done. How'd you feel about the length of the top when you went to the restroom? It looked cute. Yeah, it did look cute. It's, this is a better cut than uh, the last cut I gave you. But that's off camera. Don't tell anybody. All right, let me do your beard. And then we're going to close it out in a little bit, OK? I love your story, man. It's, you're meant for this, though, dude. For somebody to do like work like the way you were doing it at 19 to 20, it's this is certain things, but obviously, in the industry, it doesn't matter how old you are, when you get that pop-off time, right? No, I mean, honestly, you can do it at any age. I'm just surprised that I see a lot of people doing it now at, like, I, I feel like they're doing what I'm doing now at, like, 22. True. At 22? True. I mean, yeah, I was making clothes, but I could have never handled <laughs> all this. <laughs> This like is dealing with um, famous people. I just think it's so stressful. How is it dealing with 
so-called famous people. It's cool. I'm but dealing they're, with- They're just people. It's just the only thing that's stressful is the pressure on uh, things have to be done. But also, it's, that's just, I think- It's be, part of the game. Yeah, I don't even think it's that. It's just, it should be a work ethic thing where- Oh, of course. You know, like, I mean- Deadlines. For me today, you know, I'm doing this show with you. And I'm a little nervous, you know? But at the same time, the reason why I made this show is to really like, people can relate to your story. And I think we're touching base a lot on that. Because there's someone out there that's listening that, looking at your work and they truly are a fan of you. You might not know it and you might not feel it, but they're behind the screen watching. And if you had a message to a lot of people right now that could you know, if there's like a mindset that you have mm -hmm. that you could inspire people to do heading into whatever they want to do. Honestly, just do it. <laughs> Drop some gems. You guys literally <laughs> just fucking do it. No, it's it's as easy as that. You have to just do it. If if the only thing standing in between you and your dreams is you. You know what I mean? I agree. Like truthfully. It's like no secret. You just have to do it and stay consistent. Um I mean, it's probably gonna get hard, and at times it'll be easy. Yeah, it's probably gonna be hard. A lot, how do you feel about a lot of people thinking that they wanna start something, but they always say this word called, I don't have enough money to do it yet. You don't need money, oh, you need, you don't need a lot of money to do anything, but you do need to have money to make money, unfortunately. True. But you don't need a lot. You can start small. If you wanna be a designer, start with t-shirts, start with, um. Even, even if even if you just knew how to do flat sketches, maybe you can start being an illustrator since it's more so on the computer. Yeah, and I saw you know your mean? work. I saw your illustrator work. I was like, wow, who does this for you? Well, one of my, my friends actually does that. That she, was, wow. she, that's, that's her um, crew bath, and she's doing amazing in that. She's she does all work. the sketches for a lot of my clients, actually. No, she, she does like the official sketches for them. No, she does great work. But obviously, like, stepping into a field like this, you don't need the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need the high, like, everything starts from a root, and it gets better, and it grows. Yeah. Right? And then your first uh, collection was better than your, like, not as good as your second one, because you grow. And uh, people I mean, need that's, to, that's, anything in life. That's the goal, to always have the, the next collection be better than the last. Has that ever happened to you? That what? you feel like last collection was better than the first, uh, than the... You know, like, all oh, this collection is not that good. I mean, I have one collection that I that is my favorite, but only because it was, um, it was, you know, one of the ones that I worked really hard on. I mean, technically a lot of my collections after that were better, but I do have a favorite. No, nah, I'm excited for this next collection you're about to drop because I'm staring at them right now and I'm just like, dude, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these, these are the ones. But yeah, yeah we're going to be fire. In two weeks, we're gonna see it, and then drop this episode. Not in two weeks. It's gonna. It'll be. It'll be. Soon. There you go. Perfecto. All right. One second. Clean you up. <laughs> All right. So we just did the second episode of Dropping Gems, featuring the one and only Brian Hearns. Thank you for coming. But before we close out the show, well, you like the cut though, right? It's oh, good. We love the cut. Oh, we always had to love the cut. Different <laughs> angles. It was only right. But before we finish the rest of the show, we have to take him into his element. So stick with us and see y'all soon.